0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: this is a presentation of the Afro Existential Podcast. Enjoy.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, hello. I am your host, Alistair Justin Black, and welcome to Theatre in the Black. Our premiere episode is a six-part series entitled Dead Weight, A Journey of After Existence. It is a black comedy about an all-American family spending some much-deserved quality time together. And it was written especially for Theater in the Black by Blaine Tima. It is sponsored in part by Blue and improved Afro-Existential Sheen Shampoo and Deep Conditioner. Get it today. Your roots will thank you. And that's no lie. Certain people who engage in self-deception to evade responsibility for their own actions. Actually, it's quite the pandemic today. People will go to any length to avoid the truth of their own reality. French philosopher jean Sartre called this mauvaise voie or bad faith. In other words, people just be front. Now a perfect example can be found in the small Los Angeles apartment of the Mulligan family. As our story opens, you will find Brady, the father in front of the TV, as his wife Georgina is aimlessly trying to have a conversation with him as she makes cakes for a church's fundraiser. Oh, and one thing you should note about Georgina Mulligan is that she is a woman that likes to finish what she starts.
1: Brady, sweetheart, did I tell you what my two trivial prayers were today? Um, I pray that you have a change of heart about Ollie's day. <laughs> and look, you really did. Oh, my other trivial prayer was, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait.
3: And once again, the $300 million Powerball numbers are 3, 6, 21, 60, mm, 68. Mm, mm.
1: Imagine winning that much money. Mm, Sweetie, did you check your tickets to see if you finally won? I guess if you did, you wouldn't be sitting over there, huh? Where will we go? It'd be so nice to get out of here and see the world again. Barely remember the last time we left this place. Helen posted pictures on Facebook. Too many, if you ask me, of their trip to Monaco to see her old, ugly dancer's feet overlooking an otherwise perfectly beautiful beach. Oh, well, anyway, I read where most people end up blowing all their lottery winnings and end up right back where they started. Oh,
0: your show is on. On this episode of Who the Hell Did I Marry? This time, Victoria was everything that Donald wanted in a Ukrainian mail-order bride.
1: This Victoria's very a penis! Victoria used to be Victor. <laughs> Poor Donald. Didn't see it coming. Mm, yum, yum. This icing mm-hmm, is delicious. <laughs> Brady, I know you're over there thinking, is she really over there decorating a cake? You know how I am. I always have to finish what I start. Oh, your show is on.
0: On today's show, we are looking at sibling rivalry. Welcome, Colt. Colt says his fiance Brittany, cheated on him with her stepfather, Gunner. Now, he doesn't know if little Magnum is his baby. But wait, that's not all. Brittany's stepfather just happens to be Colt's twin brother, Gunner. Let's meet Colt's Beyonce. Please give a warm welcome to Brittany. Who's that baby's daddy? Who's that baby's daddy?
1: Y'all don't know me. Y'all not baby's even daddy? know Who's me. Y'all
0: right. oh, no, be quiet.
1: It's a damn lie, Alex. He was spreading fake news. It's fake news. He knows he's that baby's daddy. Yes,
0: Brittany, I'm right here. Please, let her speak. Go ahead.
1: Alex, he's spreading fake news, and he needs to build a huge wall around his lies so he can keep his lies away from my border because they are foreign to me and my baby, okay?
2: That
3: baby don't look nothing like me. Look at his ears. Look at his nose. He look like
0: my brother Gunner. Your twin brother Gunner? Don't twins tend to look alike?
2: (laughs) Don't he sound stupid, Alex? Yeah! Ain't he stupid? Him and his brother, they twins!
0: Colt, why do you think he would sleep with his stepdaughter, your fiancé, and his future sister-in-law? Even as kids, he was always jealous of me, Alex. Always! If little baby Magnum is your son... Or nephew. I hope you two can work it out. Because either way, you are family.
2: Here are the results.
1: Tell the truth and shame the devil. Tell the truth and shame the devil, Alex. That's all I know.
0: Here we go. When it comes to three-month-old baby Magnum, I guess... You are shooting blanks, Colt, because you are not that baby's father. Oh, God! Oh, God!
2: Oh, God! I, I'm so sorry! Oh, God. Don't call on God now.
1: He has blocked your number. I swear, Brady, I don't know how you watch this horrible show. I mean, when did other people's misery become entertainment?
4: Oliver.
1: Did you find it?
3: Ma, you becoming like those women on that hoarder show. What's it called?
1: What? Hoarders? If it's not there, then it's up here in this old truck. Here, let me look through that. Brady, I guess I just didn't want Oliver to leave. He belongs here with us. But, Brady, maybe something good can come of it. Now he can stay, right? Don't you think that would be okay now? I mean, considering. did I tell you what my second trivial prayer was? I prayed that we could take a little staycation, maybe the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills. I mean, we would wait till everything is sorted out with you, of course, but I really think it would be so good for us. We need to get out of here. Don't you think? Brady, oh! Oh, look at what I found in this old truck. Oh, look at this picture. It's my first music video. Remember? How did that beautiful young girl end up stuck here? Oh, now. mm, Look at this, Brady. Our wedding album. This is how she ended up here. Look at me. So pretty in that white veil and straight jacket. Aw, look at this! Oliver's christening gown.
3: Wasn't he sweet? I found it.
1: What's that white stuff on your face, Oliver Mulligan? Have you been sneaking into my cake batter? Huh?
3: Uh, what? Uh, oh, oh yes, I must have got must have gotten some flour on me. Uh, <clears throat>
1: who were you talking to? Huh? Oh, I was just saying to your father that maybe we can take a family staycation.
3: The, the three of us?
1: Huh? How the hell would all three of us go? Oh, Oliver, I know your daddy's.
2: I know he's dead.
3: (laughs) Thank God. Uh, Not that he's dead. I mean, good that you know he's dead and not talking to him like he's not dead. Seriously, Ma, I couldn't handle daddy dying tonight and you going 5150 all in the same night.
1: You just don't stop talking to someone after 26 years of marriage. You know, I begged him not to kick you out.
3: Not that he listened to me when he was alive.
1: It all happened no one so, to me.
3: so fast, didn't it?
1: You really did. I mean, one minute
3: he was alive, and the next minute he was dead, just like that. We argue all the time, and it never. I mean, I mean, do you think that's what killed him? You know, our arguing all—probably
1: th- so. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, no. I mean, it didn't help. I mean. It didn't add any years to his life, is what I'm trying to say. I get
3: it. It didn't help. I get
1: it. Whatever you do, honey, don't blame yourself. I mean, if I had been here when he was choking to death, I would have done the Heimlich and saved him. But like you said, it happened so fast. I went across the street to get some eggs for my cake, and I came back and Daddy was dead. You didn't hear him choking?
3: (laughs) If I saw her daddy choking, I wouldn't have let daddy choke.
1: Oh, I know. It's not your fault. Did you have your earphones on? Sometimes I'll be yelling for you. You can't hear me. I hear you. Huh? What was that?
3: Uh, uh, No, I didn't have my earphones on.
1: Oh, oh, okay. It's not your fault. You hear me now? (laughs) It's not. He'd get that horrible fried chicken from churches. You can't tell a thigh from a wing. And he'd eat it like it was his last meal.
3: And I guess it was, wasn't it? Well, look on the bright side. In his obituary, you can spin it and say he loved to visit various churches and had visited his favorite one the night he passed. Mm. Always talking with food in his mouth.
1: And who wants to see that? Now, look what happened. He choked on his chicken. You know, it's one of seven deadly sins.
3: (laughs) What, choking on your chicken?
1: Gluttony. It's a sin. But God knows your daddy had a good heart.
3: He was so lucky to get a heart transplant from that surfer.
1: That's not what I meant, Oliver. But wasn't that a waste of money, now that I think about it? I meant he was a good person, despite all the heartache he caused me. No good lying fast. (sighs) I need you to help me pick out a nice suit for your father's
3: homecoming. Anything you want. But can we stick a pin in that for a minute?
1: Oh, shoot. I need you to take my cakes to church for them.
3: Seriously? They'd understand if you don't give them a cake this year. I need you to focus. Focus
1: on what? I always make a cake for the fundraiser. Okay,
3: I'll get the cakes there. Listen, I found the life insurance policy you asked me to look for. It's all paid up and current. The policy, right? Oh,
1: give it here. Yes. Remember how your Aunt Kitty used to always make jokes about Uncle Rusty? Being
3: so old, and she took out all those insurance policies on him? Yeah.
1: She said she was going to live it up like the Queen of Sheba when he was dead. Then she cackled like an old hen.
3: (laughs) I know, and then she got hit by a truck on the set of Blessed by an Angel. Yes, I know. Listen. Well, after all that cackling she did, it turned
1: out she didn't keep up the payments.
3: Are you serious?
1: He got all that money after she died? Only because she got killed working on the set of Blessed by an Angel. Well, the angel went and blessed your Uncle Rusty. So I always made sure I kept our policies up to date. Where's the coroner? Did you tell them your father was dead?
3: Uh, That's the first requirement for the coroner to come.
1: Do they take their time if the person is already dead?
3: All the people they pick up are dead. I
1: wonder what's taking them so long. I swear they are slower than the second coming of the Lord.
3: Oh, I haven't called yet.
1: What? Why not? You
3: told me to look for the insurance policy.
1: After you called... I can't depend on you for anything. Yes, you
3: can't. Ma, listen. Mother, this policy says you get $500,000. Didn't I tell you not to look at it? Did you? Did you? I guess in the rush to find it, I, I started... In the
1: rush? But you had time to read it.
3: It also says that I'm a beneficiary, and I get $50,000. Mm,
1: does it now? It
3: does. It says right here, Mama. See?
1: Well, I guess now you really are going to leave.
3: That was the plan all along, right? Daddy was putting me out on the street in the middle of the night like you do trash.
1: Daddy isn't here anymore, sweetheart. I mean... Once the coroner comes, he won't be over there anymore.
3: I've given it a lot of thought.
1: A lot of thought? How? Your daddy just died.
3: Remember when I did the GoFundMe campaign so I could go volunteer for Habitat for Humanity to help those poor people?
1: I don't remember that at all.
3: Come on. Yes, you do. Really, how could you forget that?
1: What I remember is you getting arrested and using the funds for your bail.
3: My point is, I thought I'd be going down there and teaching the poor people something. But those poor people taught me something so valuable about myself. What? I learned I do not want to be poor. Really? And not only that. There's more? Daddy said I was a horrible person, and he was right. Oh, I am.
1: God God doesn't make mistakes.
3: Never? I think maybe he does. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. I think he makes a lot of mistakes on purpose.
1: You're just feeling this way because you were here when he choked to death, and you feel responsible. And now you're thinking about leaving me all alone.
3: Huh? Wait, hold, hold. I don't feel responsible for his death. You said he died from choking on his chicken. This might be the catalyst I need to get out of here and try to make something of myself. Otherwise, I feel like I'll be stuck here forever. Maybe it's not too late. I understand. You really mean that? Wait, this isn't like reverse psychology, is it? Something you saw on Dr. Phil? No.
1: I vaguely recall being young once. I was going to be a prima ballerina like your Aunt Helen. But I chose instead to raise you. Go. Go. Be all you can be. Thank you, Ma. I'm just glad your daddy didn't die at work. Boy. oh, Boy, I'd probably never see you again. You'd be living in the south of France somewhere with all that money. (laughs) Oh, where should I send your $50,000 check to? Why? Wait, what was that? You didn't say where you were going.
3: Where can I mail it? Wait, why are you glad he didn't die at work?
1: I thought you read the policy.
3: Hmm. (gasps) Well, Goddamn! If he would have choked on his chicken at work, I'd have gotten $150,000. Don't use the
1: Lord's name in vain. Your father was always at work. or That's where he said he was. Who knows where he was, really, or with whom. No good lying bastard. Oh, snap! You
3: get a million dollars!
1: I hope you at least stick around for the funeral. If not, I need to get my lie together now to explain why you're not at your father's funeral. Oh, is the Peace Corps still a thing? Maybe I'll say that you couldn't get back from the Congo in time. Where is the Congo exactly? It's far, right? I don't want to keep you here stuck just on account of this money. Now go! I'll make sure you
3: get it. Don't be ridiculous. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I mean, what kind of son would I be if I wasn't at my own father's funeral? What I'm saying is you don't have to stick around.
1: I can mail you the check. Just write down the address, but put it where I can remember to find it. I'm taking those ginkgo supplements from my memory, but at the time I forget to take them.
3: Mother, are you trying to get rid of me now or what? You know better than that.
1: I just want what's best for you. Isn't that all a mother ever wants for her child? <laughs> don't think twice about us. Well, me, actually. I really think your father died at home just to spite me. Mm. I have half a mind to just put your father in the car and drop him off at that video store, Is We both be rich. (laughs) Uh, Can you please call the coroner now, so he's ready in time for his own funeral?
3: Africa. The Congo is in Africa. Mother, what did
1: you just say? Can you call the coroner before the funeral?
3: (laughs) That's funny. No, before that. Oh,
1: I don't know. um put your father in the car and drop him off at work and collect that money. Better yet, Maybe we could call him a Uber.
3: Yes, that's that's that.
1: Well, what about it?
3: Yes, what about it, Mother? What about it? What are you saying? I'm saying just what you just said.
1: I didn't say anything. I I, I was just joking, Oliver. You always
3: said there's a lot of truth in a joke. Not this time. This time would be the time, Mother. I mean, would it be so bad if we moved Daddy from spot A to
1: spot B? If spot C was jail, yes, it would be so bad. Like going to jail for insurance fraud bad.
3: You think? Really? That bad? I mean.
1: I am not going to drag your father's dead body down Olympic Boulevard in the
3: middle of the night, Oliver. Ma, we are three miles from a million dollars. That's like 333K a mile. I could definitely do it for that, no problem. And looky, Ma, ways to saying it'll take 15 minutes to get there.
1: Where's my phone? I'm calling the coroner right now. Uh, get me, my foe, Oliver. We are not that type of people.
3: I'm that person for a lot less money than this. Trust me.
1: Well, that's not how we raised you, Oliver Mulligan.
3: Well, that's how I turned out, Georgina Mulligan. This could give us our old life back, Ma. Isn't that what he would have wanted for us? Or at least for you? Your father? Brady Mulligan? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. No. Not at all. Okay, true, but isn't that even more reason to do it? You get that last laugh, and I'm talking a million dollar belly laugh.
1: Give me my phone, Ollie. It's starting to stink around here, and I swear I don't know if it's your daddy or you.
3: It's the stink of poverty, and I smell it on all of us.
1: I should have never told you that you get all that money if he died at work. I should have just mailed you the check.
3: Why did you? Why did you tell me?
2: I didn't know where to mail it. Jesus, what was I thinking? I think you knew. I think you knew exactly
3: what you were doing. what? That's why you sent me to look for it. You knew.
1: How could I know you'd want to move your father's dead body around now? For God's
3: sake, we're not doing a pub crawl. It's three miles down the street. Greed is another one of the seven deadly sins, Oliver. I know. Gluttony, greed, lust, wrath, sloth, envy, pride. Wait, there's one more. What is it? It's poverty, and here in the city of Lost Angels, only the poor are punished for it. Have you no moral
1: compass?
3: Since he was kicking me out on the street tonight, my moral GPS may not be working. Especially since I didn't know where the hell I was going to end up after I was thrown out. I would have never let him throw you out. My boxes stacked by the door tell a different story. You
1: are going to get $50,000, Ollie, and you still want more? Why are you acting so
3: daft? Doesn't everyone want more money, Mother? I know you do. Give me five minutes. If you don't want me to do it after that, I'll call the coroner. I swear to God. The atheist is swearing
1: to God. That's the problem, Oliver. That's your damn problem. You don't believe in anything.
3: Okay, then I swear on Daddy's grave.
1: On Daddy's grave? He's not in his grave yet because you won't give me my phone to call the coroner.
3: Give me five minutes, and if we do it, I'll stay for good. You
1: are wasting your breath.
3: You always said Daddy dragged us down to this hell hole after he gambled our beautiful house away that your father built. And you
1: you know I have nothing against these poor people down here. It's just that I grew up... In
3: Hancock Park, and now look at us, living hand to mouth. He put us here with all his...
1: Lies and mendocity! But that's all in the past. Since I got saved and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I forgave him for gambling away the house my father built.
3: Did you? Really? I mean, really.
1: I did! I really did. Thank you very much. Listen, maybe the two of us can pool our insurance money... And get a little house in Hancock Park together.
3: Oh, please, Mother. Maybe a two-bedroom condo in Hancock Park adjacent. Adjacent, which is Koreatown. That money will be gone in two years, tops. Think about it. You're not going to have Daddy's income anymore from the video store to fall back on. Why don't you run it? I mean, you can run it. You want me to run a video store? What is this, 1998? Plus, you know I'm trying to finish writing my novel, and it's hard to create great work when you have to... work. You don't even like saying that word, do you? Work!
1: You make it sound like a four-letter word.
3: I mean, it is a four-letter word. Mother, none of the great writers had to deal with poverty and try to be brilliant at the same time. I mean, I'm no Fitzgerald, but dare I say I fall somewhere between Danielle Steele and Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton is an author? Yes! Yes! See what I'm saying? I'm not blaming you, Mother. But, but, but what? Don't you think we've suffered enough for your poor marital choice?
1: When I met him, he owned two video stores. After we were married, with my help, we had opened ten blockbusters. Ten! Ten! He was king of the world, or rather, Ramses and I was his nefertari. But then came Netflix and those damn little red envelopes delivered to every door. Like the red plague in Exodus, killing our business. Then just like he did in the Bible, God took away our kingdom and now my firstborn.
3: What I'm hearing is that you've been living his dream, and he gambled yours away.
1: That's exactly what happened. You know I danced the part of... Yes,
3: the part of Bluebird.
1: Firebird. Yes, yes,
3: Firebird. I meant Firebird. All those years with your own potential, bottled like a shaken soda pop. Like a caged bird. Caged bird, yes. That's a much better metaphor. A caged firebird. Now you are free to fly away in first class and not in coach. Hey, I bet your sister doesn't even have to fly coach. (laughs) Only coach she knows is the one that hangs from her arm. Don't you at least deserve to fly business
1: class? At least. I know it's a horrible thing to say. Look around.
3: There's nobody here but us three, and he ain't listening.
1: Ollie, I never envisioned myself being not rich. Does that make sense? I just wasn't prepared for this. I just don't identify with not being rich. Does that make sense?
3: It most certainly does. And neither do I, Mother. You know what we are, Mother? We're trans-affluent.
1: Hmm? Trans what?
3: You know how... You have your transgenders, people whose sense of personal identity and gender does not correspond with their birth sex, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If you say so. I don't say so. That's what they say. They feel like they belong to the opposite of what they are. Isn't that us? Isn't that us, damn it? No. Not at all. Yes, it is. Listen. We feel like we belong with affluent people, and we don't identify with being poor, so, we are trans affluent.
1: You just made that nonsense up. Oh, but somebody said they were transracial. You remember that lady?
3: Yes. Now, that's a thing transracial. She came out white as cotton, got some cornrows, a spray tan, said she was black, and got a Netflix special. So, why can't we be trans affluent? Well,
1: I guess, but what I'm trying to say is that. Look, I go to church, and I was saved. I took care of our sick mother until the end. I was a devoted wife. I tried to be a good mother. Didn't I try? Don't I deserve something more than nothing?
3: People don't get what they deserve, mother.
1: True. Yes. People don't get what they deserve. God knows that's true. Wait. What do
3: you mean? You get what you can get away with getting. And that has nothing to do with what you deserve. You think the black people picking cotton deserve to be slaves? No. No is right. But guess what? What? The cotton sure got picked, didn't it? But moving your father's dead body, it it's just wrong. Let me tell you something. That cotton got picked and right and wrong, didn't have nothing to say about it. So maybe it's the wrong thing to do at the right time.
1: You sound like a fortune cookie. What does that mean?
3: I don't know, but I do know you've done the right thing all your life. Maybe we can do something wrong just once. Hmm. Well, I do wrong stuff all the time, but you could do it once and get our old lifestyle back. No one's going to give it to us. You are talking insurance fraud.
1: They'll do an investigation. I mean, just because you are used to jail doesn't mean I am.
3: I'm familiar with jail. I'm not yet used to it, Mother.
1: I'm sorry, Oliver. I can't put a price on my freedom.
3: I can, and I'm looking at the number. It's 150000 $150,000. Maybe we could pool our money and buy a really nice place together in Hancock Park. I'm sure one of those old biddies over there is about to kick the bucket. We could get a nice deal. Together? Together forever. With this kind of money.
1: (sighs) It's all so sudden. And I know it's wrong. But he is dead.
3: I agree. He is most certainly dead.
1: What does he care, right? He literally could not care less. If I only had a sign from God.
3: Seriously? You want God to call you on your cell phone and say, Georgina, you got this.
1: Oh, he works in a mysterious way. I need to pray. No, better yet.
3: What are you doing? Mother, please don't get...
1: My own Ouija board. I need advice from our
3: ancestors on the other side. You barrel to your phone when your ancestors on this side call you.
1: I don't always recognize the number.
3: Does this Ouija board come with the caller ID? Put your fingertips on. Don't cheat. Okay, now shut up. Me or the Ouija board?
1: Hush! Ouija board, are you ready to begin? Give me a sign. Give me a sign. Give me a sign. (gasps) It's a sign! Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, I knew... It's not
3: the father or his son. It's Uncle Todd.
1: Why in the hell is he calling your father? Let it go to voicemail. Put it back in your father's pocket.
3: Oh, look at these. God bless him. What's that? It's his lotto tickets. I guess today wasn't his lucky day.
1: Oh, God. Who is this? It's Helen. What does she want? Are you going to answer it? Lord, then you can't get her off the phone. Daddy, I'll have rigor mortis by the time she finishes yipping and yapping. Hey, Helen. I'm downstairs. Todd just dropped me off. Let me in before I have to mace somebody. It downstairs? Hel- Helen, now is not... Oh, no, I- come on, your neighbor is coming out. Hi. Hello. Have we met? Are
2: you visiting someone? You see, I have to be very careful, Daddy.
1: I understand. Yes, my sister. What now? Hello. This is Helen, and it's a great day to be alive. <gasps> She's on her way up.
3: You said you wanted a sign. But is it a sign to do it or not to
1: do it? What do you think I should do?
3: Mother, have you heard of the term asshole? Don't talk about your Aunt
1: Helen that way.
3: Not in... Listen. The gig is up, so we should call the coroner now. You're right. Okay,
1: let's move him. And when she leaves, I'll decide. But we got to get rid of her quick. Where should we move, Daddy? The closet. She may try and hang up her coat, being nosy. No, no, no. Put him in the steamer trunk. She'd never look in there, and I can lock it.
3: And that is what we refer to as an asshole.
1: He can be rolled out in that. If we don't do it, we can just dump him back out. (laughs) I mean, lift him back out, not dump. I mean, if you think that would work, (laughs) I'm so confused. I don't know what to do.
3: (laughs) Sounds like you do know what to do. I'll get his legs. Let's get him in this trunk, okay? Okay, on three. Okay. One, one, two, two, three.
1: uh, Take the stairs.
3: Cut her off before she comes up. Got it. The stairs. What should I tell her?
1: You can't think of a lie? Seriously. Tell her I'm sick. Tell her I just entered the witness protection program. I I got abducted by a UFO. Just don't let her come up here. Okay. Ooh, what's this? Another ticket? The money you wasted on these stupid lotto tickets. What good they do us...
0: Welcome back to Celebrity Gossip News. So, last week, pop princess Marissa J overdosed at the Roscoe Chicken and Waffles in Los Angeles. By the way, I love their chicken and waffles. We were the first to post the pictures of the pop princess dead on the throne, so to speak. And we have exclusive pictures of her in her casket. We'll have those pictures when we come back break.
1: Horrible. I don't want to see her in the casket. (gasps) It's Helen. Didn't I tell him not to let Helen come up here? Hi. My husband has been blowing up your husband's phone. Where's Brady? Who are you looking down the hall for? He's not coming up. (coughs) no. He is. He'll be back. Oh, my Todd? I said he just dropped me off. No, Ollie. He just went down the stairs to meet you. Why? I took the stairs up. I didn't see him. He didn't take... I told him to take the stairs. I didn't want you to climb 13 flights to have to turn back around and leave. I just got here. I have to catch my breath. Why do I have to turn back around? Girl, this coat closet, you don't believe in letting anything go, do you? Is that your old... Girl, it's none of my business. (laughs) What does that people do? Oh, it smells so good in here. You baking cakes? By the way, did you get that other coach purse I sent you? Yes, thank you. It's beautiful. I'm not feeling very, (coughs) very good. I think I may have caught a bug or something. I was about to go lie down. Good! You got it! You never mentioned it, so I didn't know if you got it. You know how people steal packages right off your front steps these days. Let me feel your forehead. You don't feel warm. Coach sponsored the gala at the Dorothy Chandler, so I asked for an extra one for you. Oh, there it is! It's Not even in stores yet. (laughs) It's cute, right? You're baking a cake while you're sick? (laughs) I won't be eating any of that contaminated cake. Remember Mother used to say, birthday cake was the dirtiest cake in the world. (laughs) People spitting all over it when they blow out the candles. (laughs) She tickled me. (laughs) It's not a birthday cake. And it's not for you. It's for the church fundraiser. Oh, look. It's on TV. Isn't that sad about Marissa? Poor thing. These kids and these drugs. It breaks my heart. Now look. Someone she knew snapping pictures of her dead in the casket. You can't even rest in peace at your own funeral. They keep showing that picture of her in the casket. It's horrid. I mean, the dress is nice, but that hair is a mess. Mm -hmm. No different from when she was alive, poor thing. You know, Lola knew her from school. She said she was really sweet before the drugs. Gina, now that you mention it, you do look kind of worn out. There is a virus going around. Do you have muscle and joint pain? Yes, I sure do. I should probably lie down. Wait, do you have malaise? Headache? Mild fever? Yes, now that you mention it, I think I do. Don't lie down! Zika virus! I just heard about it all on NPR. They say whatever you do, don't lie down. Wait, or is that a concussion? I don't feel that bad, Helen. That's how the virus starts. I'm going to go in this kitchen and boil you up this detoxification tea I have. I have some for my new shaman. You remember Randy, our old contractor. He put in the infinity pool. And I talked about him so bad because it took forever. Well, he changed his name to Takataka Taka Kaboom. He's a certified shaman now. That Randy was an awful contractor, but Takataka Taka is a great shaman. <laughs> he really is. Uh, are these Duncan Hines box cakes? You making box cakes for the church fundraiser? ha ah! You are a (laughs) mess. It's the thought that counts, right? (laughs) Mind your business. (sighs) Let me finish making this for you, Miss Grumpy, and I will be on my very way. It's supposed to get all the toxins out of you, so you might need the whole damn box. Oh, what are all these boxes over there? What boxes? Am I hallucinating? You don't see boxes stacked up by the door? Are you finally giving this old stuff to the goodwill? Thank goodness all this clutter will make you sick. How about you just worry about your clutter? (sighs) Oliver is moving out. What did you just say? Well, it's about time, isn't it? Wait. Moving out or getting kicked out? What did he do now? Nothing. He's writing again. Hmm. What, bad checks? (laughs) Is that what he did again? No, thank God. He didn't do anything, Helen. A mother's love. Ain't nothing like it, except glaucoma. Glaucoma? I'm not blind. He's not a bad person. No, just a bad thief. That's why he keeps going to jail. Brady and him got into a terrible fight about whatever it was he did. I was afraid Oliver might physically do him harm. Really? Oh, honey, Ollie wouldn't hurt a fly. He's too lazy. (laughs) He'd steal the fly's wings, but only if the fly sat the wings down somewhere and stepped away. He just doesn't want to work. Brady tells him all the time, you act like you're afraid to get your hands dirty. He is! Speaking of Brady, where is he? At the video store. Working late. (laughs) You know he's He's looking through his lotto tickets to see if he won, huh? (laughs) You know I don't believe in that foolishness. Neither do I. I got mine, though. I even bought some for my cleaning lady and my gardener. If they win, they better not quit. If Brady wins, he's going to buy you a palace. I know how much you hate living on this side of town. I never said I hate living here. You say it every chance you get. I say, Gina, wasn't it hot today? Then you'll say, it was worse over here, Helen. That's why I hate living over here. I guess it's grown on me since then. Since yesterday? You know this area is going to flip soon. Mark my words, George Lucas is building a movie studio over here. Or is it a museum? It's a museum. This area is going to flip like a pancake. That's what they say. It's true, Gina. Have you noticed how homeless people now have great shoes? Yes. I saw one bag lady wearing a pair of what I am pretty sure were a pair of Louboutins, red bottoms. They're not homeless. They're the hipsters taking over this area. They all like to look homeless. Don't ask me why. I was at an art opening over this way. Tall man walked in with long blonde hair, looking like Jesus on his 39th day in the desert. I said, he's either homeless, coming off the street for free wine... Or a Calvin Klein model coming off the runway. Which was he? They said he was some famous model and he bought a purple smudge on a white canvas for ten thousand dollars. It looked like the artist accidentally dropped grape jelly on a tablecloth and his art dealer said, Waste not what not. Put a price tag on it. I'm telling you, now is the time to buy over here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not rich like you. Oh, shut up. We are both rich. We just circulate our money in different ways. Well, that's what you always say. It's true. Hey, we could buy a duplex together. We'd be investors. I could put the 20% down and one tenant could cover the mortgage. You could live there free and just manage the property. Wouldn't that be great? I always wanted to be a slumlord. (laughs) You'd rather just rent from one. Okay. Anyway, moving on. My husband was trying to call your husband. Why? He's excited about his new car. Well, he's not here. I can see he's not here, Georgina. Why are you so snippy? I'm trying to be nice. I'm I'm sorry, but I told you I wasn't (coughs) feeling well. Didn't I? Okay. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. I can take a hint. I just had an ask for Lola's wedding. I told her I would do it. Do what? Make her wedding cake. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make her a box cake? Say box cake one more time and I will. I'm just kidding. First of all, she didn't ask you to do it. You offered. Now, you won't return her calls or texts. I've just been so busy doing what minding my business which is what none of yours well ain't you in a mood today you asked me why you don't have any likes on facebook this is why i never asked you that tell her i'll do it Mm-mm-mm. that ship has sailed and you ain't on it the wedding is months away the ship shouldn't even be at the dock yet the ship was at the dock Folks got on, they cracked the champagne on the side of it, and it has sailed on. You know that reality show is doing her entire wedding, and they don't have time to waste. Did I tell you a reality show is doing her entire wedding? The entire thing from soup to nuts. Yes, yes, I think you've mentioned it a million times. No, I haven't. Have I? (laughs) Well, they are. It's not like I'm lying. The truth ain't no rumor. The producers selected some famous celebrity chefs to make their cake. Can you believe we are living in a time where you can be famous for being a cook for somebody halfway famous? (laughs) Lola said she was trying to get you in the running, but apparently Miss Duncan Hines can't return calls to her only niece. She's too busy minding her own business. I didn't know that was what she was calling for. You need context to return my child's call? Anyway, since the network is paying for the whole wedding, it's up to them. It's saving us a fortune. So it would be Sarah Lee as far as I'm concerned. The exposure would have been great for my cake business. If you're not returning calls, is it a business or a hobby? Why do they keep showing poor Marissa dead in that casket? They must have paid a lot of money for that photo, and clearly they are trying to make every cent back. I think one of her relatives took that picture and sold it. No. Really? How do you know? Is that what they said? Which one? I'm sure. That family was always sketchy, especially that mother. Mm, My heart goes out to them. It's horrible all the way around. I know. Overdosing at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, of all places. I mean, really. And the one on Pico? Can it get any worse? At least go to the one in Pasadena to have an overdose. Poor thing. I just hope she got to eat first. You know, Lola said Oliver and her were an item in high school. They were prom, king, and queen. That's right. I forgot about that. Gosh, time flies. And stand still at the same time. Oh, you are starting to look bad, Gina. Really beat down and worn out. Go to your doctor tomorrow and get checked out for Zika. Say Zika virus one more time, Helen, and I swear. Okay, not another word.
3: I didn't see her downstairs.
1: Speak of the devil and hell walks in. <laughs> Give your favorite aunt a (laughs) hug. You must have forgotten your Aunt Helen's agoraphobia. That's why I specifically told you to take the stairs.
3: All that money you spend on psychoanalysis and you still afraid of elevators?
1: I'm not afraid of them. I just don't want to die in one. Speaking of dying, Marissa.
3: Oh, uh, people have to learn how to just say no.
1: And people also need to wipe the cocaine from under their nose. No, I'm talking about the photo of her dead in the casket.
3: It would be worse if she wasn't dead in the casket.
1: Stop being silly. You two were loved at Westlake Academy.
3: (laughs) Everyone loved and adored me back then. Then we went broke and no one loved me anymore, including the deceased. It's
1: true what they say. Peacock today, feather duster tomorrow. Your mother says that you're moving out.
3: Thrown out would be more accurate.
1: Really? I guess that's how baby birds learn to fly, though. Even at 30-something. Just gotta flap those wings. And Didn't you say you knew how to take a hint? Hmm? Oh. Can you imagine if we met most of what we said? <laughs> Don't worry. Todd will be here shortly to scoop me back up.
3: Where is Uncle Toddy? Is he coming up here?
1: He's driving around the block. He's got that new Tesla.
3: Wow. How much did that set him back?
1: That's so tacky to ask that. Georgina, you didn't teach your child better manners than that? You don't ask someone how much something cost. It was $134,000. Isn't that ridiculous for a car? Do you know what I can do with 134000 I could buy me a Tesla. <laughs> Is he coming up? He was afraid to park in this neighborhood. He said it looks like the walking dead around here, so he's driving around. The walking what?
3: It's a TV show about the entertainment business in Los Angeles. Mother, he's afraid of the crackheads in the park.
1: Isn't that silly? I mean, what's a crackhead going to do with a Tesla? I mean, where would they plug it in?
3: You didn't come just to see your favorite nephew?
1: The last time I came to see you, you were away at college, as your mother likes to call it. I even gave your mother some money to put on your books. I mean, for your books.
3: She never mentioned that.
1: Didn't I? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I had other things on my mind, like getting you out of jail.
3: As you could imagine, I was deep in my studies.
1: (laughs) Well, that is what college is all about right learn the lessons that you didn't learn in school helen what exactly do you want Uh, we are kind of in the middle of something i can see ollie your mother has been trying to kick me out since i got here i don't know why listen i have very exciting news Oh, my gosh. Is that the old steamer truck? No, yes. I'll sit I mean, on yes, the couch with me. But, um,
3: don't sit on it. Why? We Why? use it as but a because... coffee
1: table now. We put our plates on it. Oh. We use it as a coffee table now. I'll sit by you, nephew, at least until we can get your mother checked out for that Zika. Did your mother ever tell you how she locked me in that trunk when we were little girls? It was an accident. And didn't I say I was sorry? After mother beat you with that ping pong paddle. I don't remember. I'll never forget it. It was almost like I was being beat myself. Almost. You and I are going to be on TV. (laughs) What? How? Why? When? What about me? We're not doing America's Most Wanted.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You got jokes. (laughs) Forgive me. It was cops.
1: Oh, forgive me. Cops. I do not see why you two think that's so funny. Let her finish, please. The producers of the wedding show did a pre-interview with me. Why did they interview you? I'm the mother of the damn bride, Georgina. Why wouldn't they interview me?
3: I still can't believe Lola found a sucker to marry her. That nose job was a good investment.
1: It really paid for itself. And the show is paying for everything else. It saved us about a hundred grand.
3: That's a down payment on a house.
1: Your mother's wedding was about that much. All that money for one day. I bet a lot of people wish they had that money now, huh? Hmm. Anyway, I told the producers about our great-grandma's diamond and pearl wedding necklace and how it's been passed down to the women in our family. To wear on their wedding day. Your mother was the last to wear it, so I figured we could give it to her on TV together. The producers ate it up like
3: wedding cake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like wedding cake. It would mean so much to Lola, especially since she thinks we hate each other. But why would she think that? She's an only child, so she doesn't know how sisters can hate each other and love each other at the same time. I don't hate you, Helen. (laughs) I was just kidding. Who cares about what stupid Lola thinks? Why are you crying? You're going to make me cry. Because of the necklace. Isn't it a great idea? Where is it? Uh, I don't have it anymore. I had to pawn it. (laughs) Stop being silly. You could never pawn that. Oh, my God. You're not joking. Oliver, take the tea kettle off, please. I needed the money to post bail for Oliver. Which Which time? time? The first time. I couldn't let you sit in jail and be molested or God knows what. Why not? I mean, of course not. The necklace was just sitting there, not being used. You couldn't ask me for the money? I had just borrowed all that money from you to try to save our old house. I couldn't ask for another loan. A loan is something you have to pay back. I never asked for that money back. My intention was to pay you back, Helen, and I couldn't take another handout from you. Now it's a handout? Was it a loan or a handout? Do you think it's easy having to ask you for money? You make it look easy. It isn't. And that's why I did it. Cheetah, Los Angeles is in the middle of a drought and you are wasting water with those crocodile tears. What's that supposed to mean? Forget it. I release it and let it go. Well,. In a way, it was your idea to sell it. I mean, you gave me the idea. You said there was nothing wrong with selling things if I needed extra money. I meant like Avon or Amway or this old oversized furniture, not a family heirloom. And you said yourself that you never thought that Lola would get married. It wasn't legal back then. And plus, I stopped saying that after she had that gastric bypass surgery five years ago. I was going to go back and get the necklace out, and by the time I went back, it was gone. Gone? Mm -hmm. Gone? Did you know your mother was doing this?
3: No, I I didn't even know there was a necklace.
1: I think I did what any mother would do for her child. Enable them? It didn't occur to you to tell me you were going to pawn it and give me a chance to buy it first? It's always about you, isn't it? The line always starts behind Helen the Great. Please explain how you pointing a family heirloom to get your son out of jail is about me. Even when we were kids, it was always about you. I guess I'm just not as quick on my feet or as smart as you always were. Even when we were kids? So are we back to the Stone Age? Mm,
3: I feel horrible.
1: Don't blame yourself. Why the hell not? Sometimes people should blame themselves. No. No. Shame to my game? There should be shame to people's game. You should both blame yourselves and feel horrible. You for always getting into trouble and you for always bailing him out of it. No, no, no. You, Georgina, for not telling me you were going to pawn something that wasn't yours to sell. I am sorry if I love my child more than I love a trinket. If it was just a trinket, why didn't you see if I wanted it? Maybe I didn't want you to have it. I mean, that's the sister I know. You know Daddy thought you were dumb, but Mother knew how vindictive you were. That's why Mother used to take me out of school for our secret spa days because she thought I was so vindictive. She made me promise not to mention it to you, and until now, I never did because I never wanted to make you feel bad. You big dummy! (laughs) What's so funny? It's true. She did. Oliver, your mother didn't want to make me feel bad until now. Georgina, she did that for the both of us. Both of us? I guess I'm just a horrible person. I guess you guessed right then. But I always thought I was doing the right thing. Thing. You've always blamed me for losing our parents' house. Since you keep bringing it up to this day, I'm not quite sure how you lose a house that's paid for when you inherited it, or how a new will popped up that left you everything, but... But it did, Helen! It did, didn't it? But you couldn't hold on to it or a goddamn necklace. I just don't quite understand it. What's to understand? You were off traveling the world focusing on your dance career, and I stayed back to take care of our parents. I'm so tired of that story, Jim. She's tired. You don't know what tired is. Try taking care of a sick parent. I hope you never have that problem, Oliver. So this is what's true. You didn't make it into the touring company because you got knocked up. I did, and you always resented me for it. But I wasn't on vacation. I was working. I've been paying my own way since I was 18. That's your truth, but it's not mine. I said it before, and I will say it again. The truth ain't no rumor. Just because you ignore or choose to be ignorant of a fact doesn't make it false. Here's another fact. Our parents were fine when I left, played tennis three times a week, so I'm not sure who you felt like you had to take care of since you were knocked up, unemployed, and didn't have two nickels to rub together. Lies! Let's pull out his birth certificate and compare it to your wedding certificate certificates. Dates don't lie. What's that ringing? Is there a phone inside the steamer truck?
3: It's my old cell phone. I have all my stuff packed in there for the move. I must have forgot to turn it off.
1: Oh, listen. I didn't come here to argue with you. Really? You could have fooled me. I just thought we could do something nice as sisters for Lola's wedding.
3: At least for TV.
1: Exactly. (laughs) At least on TV. I thought the necklace would be a nice thing to do. You know, something old. The house. The house is old. Oliver, you're a genius. I am? Yes. Well, no, not really. (laughs) But you said the money we would have spent on the wedding is a down payment on a house. I have an even better idea for a wedding gift. You are going to die. What? Again? How many times does one have to die tonight? You know that rapper Count Basie that bought our old house?
3: No, it's Count the Bass G. I love the gospel remix of his song, Your Lips Say No, But Your Other Lips Be Screaming. Yes!
1: That vulgar man. He's stuck 400 statues of Venice de Milo all over the lawn, up the driveway, on the roof. That beautiful house looks crazy now. It looks like a bordello, and I heard it look just as gaudy inside. My old friends in Hancock still don't talk to me because of that man bought that house like it was my fault. (laughs) Is that why you think they don't talk to
3: you? What about the house?
1: He declared bankruptcy. Imagine that. The house is going on the market. We're not using the wedding savings. I'll put an offer in on the house. Remove those statues, trip it back to the original house, give them the keys for a wedding gift. On the show. That would be the something old. The house. (laughs) Isn't that a great idea? I mean, it needs so much work. If it's that crazy on the outside, what would it look like on the inside? I know, but we know the bones are good. And the location is great. We have the extra money since we're not using it for the wedding. I'm just saying, I imagine it needs so much work. And who knows if they even want to live there. I got it. It needs work. I'm not afraid of work. Besides, it's not like either of you plan on picking up a hammer and nail and getting your hands dirty. I mean, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> you know I'll do whatever I can. I love that house more than anything. Now it'll be back in the family and we can have family gatherings there like we used to before. Won't that be great? Yes, sure. great. of course. <laughs> that was not convincing at all. Brady will think it's a good idea. Does he normally work this? Do you think he's trapped in the trunk?
3: What? What did you say?
1: I said, do you think he's trapped at work? What's wrong with you two? You're both acting extra strange.
3: Nothing. It's, it's a great idea. The house.
1: Right, Ma? Right. <laughs> I can't think of anything greater than that house being back in our family... God is good. All the time, sis. Can I borrow that old picture of mom and dad on the TV? I can have it scanned and put the picture in a locket for her. Or don't you want me to have that either? I swear you can be so hateful, Helen. Hey, sweetie. I'll be right down. She said he's at work. I know. He'll see it when he sees it. Hey, I have a great idea about what to do with Lola's wedding money. Get your checkbook handy. Hello? It's not a bad connection. Sit tight. (laughs) Shut up. No one is going to carjack you. I'll be right down. Here's a picture of Mommy and Daddy. The glass frame is Waterford. It's Crystal. Do you want to keep the frame, too? Huh? Oh, no. Daddy gave it to Mommy for their 15th anniversary. It's Waterford. Crystal. Fifteen years is real. Crystal. You know what? Keep it. She should have it, long as it stays in the family, right? Give it to Lola as our wedding present. Oh, that's so sweet of you. I'm sure she'll love it. I'll let you two get back to whatever you were up to. Good luck, Oliver. With what? Moving.
3: Moving what? I'm not moving anything.
1: Hmm. That's what I thought. You ain't never leaving. Helen, give your husband a hug for me. I will. And I'm so sorry I didn't get to see Brady. When you see him, give him my love.
3: You sold that necklace? A family heirloom because of me?
1: Huh? Oh, that?
3: Aunt Helen was right.
1: She always thinks she's right. But I know one thing she's not going to be right about. If anyone is going to buy that house, it's going to be me
2: and you. Well, why not? After all, it worked for Norman Bates and his mother. (laughs) Join us again. Act 2 of Dead Weight, A Journey in Afro-Existentialism.
1: First thing out of Helen's big mouth was a crack. I'm not gonna be eating any of that contaminated
3: cake. Then
1: she kept saying I was making a box cake.
3: How was that a crack?
1: I've never been healthier in my life.
3: Weren't you pretending to be sick?
1: Not from Zika, Oliver. So I just generally look like I'm on death's door waiting to get in? (laughs) Is that what you two think? Then, insinuating I can't make a real cake from scratch.
3: What's in the bag? Wait, it was it was one of those Duncan Hines box
1: cakes. Oh, you just had to be there. Tone is everything. I know tone. I taught her tone. I thought it was more of a hobby. You weren't there when she made that crack. You on the damn elevator when I told you to take the damn stairs? You know, she always thought she was better than every damn body. Always. You know she was my understudy, and then I got per- well. She was just at the right place at the right time. What's in the... Huh? Oh. How would it look Daddy choking to death at work on food from home if the food isn't there but still at home? Nobody asked her how much their car cost. Who cares?
3: I asked her, remember? Speaking of cars, if I'm putting him in my van, you'll need to drive his car and then... I already have them here. See? That's how they get caught.
1: Those oh. so stupid women on SNAP. This elevator is so slow.
3: I know, but no one uses the service elevator this time of night, so it's better if we take him down this elevator. Never mind. Here it comes.
1: Yeah. I'm still here. Look who forgot to take their medication again. Is he talking to someone on an old rotary phone? That's not connected.
2: Well, I was just saying, you must be that to the the reality that you choose. Cognitive dissonance, a ghastly sedative. Well, well, well. I mean, yes, it works, but the side effects are just ghastly. Come in, come in, come in. I'm on the phone with the people from Fox News. They have me on hold. Yes, I'm still here. Where else would I be? What I was trying to say is when people are in unreasonable situation, their mind will reasonable illusions. But it's not real, you see. No! No, 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 Hello, hello. Well, I lost them. Truth to be told, they were lost when I found them. Hmm. You two look so familiar. Have we met? We must, because I've been here since the beginning of time. It seems. Do we run in the same social loop?
3: We see you every
2: day. Please forgive me. I fear I have a ghastly hangover from the night before. You know, the people of South Croatia have an ancient saying. They say, Tigo vino crown le royale kooladen.
1: What the hell does that
2: mean? Simply, he who dines on crown royale for dinner has Aiden for breakfast. <laughs> In other words, we all have to pay for the price for whatever we did the night before. Don't engage with crazy. Oh, I engage with all sorts of ideas. Race, religion, political evolution, age, income, sexuality. It doesn't matter. Now I do gossip, but I am not here to judge. Although, just excuse me, I find in the end they're all just clouds with no makeup. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But in the end, aren't we all just clouds with no makeup? No.
1: Is this your floor? Are you getting off today? Oh,
2: no, this is not my floor. We still have a few to go. This elevator is so slow. It's nasty. And I can be late to her affair. everyone knows I will be there. And I don't want to get on her bad side. Now, I would never say it myself. But everyone else says she can be quite the. Who's a bitch? Lady Karma. Well, that's what they say.
3: You're right. Everyone does say that. I've
2: seen her be perfectly vengeful in the most ghastly way for those who warranted it for us. But I'm not here to judge. That is not my job. Oliver, push the clothes button. Oh, be very careful with this you push, I my mean, God. It never works the way you
3: want it to. Seems to be working now.
2: So it is. But still, I wouldn't comment on you much if I were you. You're not him.
1: Ollie, do you have
0: your cell phone? Always.
2: A oh, cell phone? I'm afraid there are no cell phones in hell. You see, that's why I carry a lot of line.
1: See, mm-hmm. that's an old rotary
2: phone. How is it? You know what they say: everything old is new again.
3: What's that long cord connected to?
2: This board is connected to the cloud. Everything is in the cloud nowadays, even our heads. Well, oh, this is my floor. Well, it's been... Light. Until we meet again. And I'm sure we meet again. Until we meet again. And I'm sure we will. Until we meet again. And I'm sure... Hello. Oh, who was I talking about? Oh, yes. He died when he was digging that grave for that man. So I hope he dug two. I said I hope he dug two. Two graves. No, not two slaves. Who digs slaves anymore? I hope he dug two graves. One for that man and one for... Hello the
0: reality you
1: choose that accent I heard he was from Compton
0: no cell phones in hell God that would be hell would
1: be heaven to me maybe it would force people to send postcards again what would the postcard say wish you were here he pushed every button great now we're going to stop at every floor Okay, no worries. Anyone ask, we are just moving furniture to your van. It's the things we fret about the most that rarely end up happening. You know, I was
3: so worried about getting my
1: kids to church.
3: I know, but do you think that people can change?
1: I said no, not at all. I've come to that conclusion. We are whoever we were on our first day of kindergarten.
3: I stole the milk money from my teacher's desk
1: That wasn't the first day
3: I think I'm having second thoughts About doing this I feel like I'm drowning in a sea of sadness
0: I
1: see A sea of what? What I see is that This was all your idea I said call the, coroner, call the coroner Call the coroner Then you should have called
3: the coroner You have free will mother don't you Don't we all have it? No,
1: we don't all have it. Because free will is not free, Oliver. It costs Oliver. As a matter of fact, it's very expensive, Oliver. And sometimes, even if you can't afford it, Oliver, you can't have it.
3: Mother, he's dead. I think I'm just realizing he's dead. Who? Daddy. Really? When did that happen? We put him in the trunk. Oh. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't keep doing wrong and expect something right to happen, right? That's a sign of insanity. Let's just go back up, call the coroner, and call it a night. We can plan our staycation.
1: Staycation. Oh, yes. Oh, thinking Your father could never finish anything. He couldn't even finish chewing the food he started. The idiot choked on that. Why should I expect you to be able to finish anything either? Why should I expect anything from you?
0: I guess you can. not I have to get off.
1: Leave! You've got free will! Leave! You didn't have to run all the way down and get back on the elevator with me. I know how you hate running. Oh, and did I tell you about how she said you could be a slum I'm trying to help you, Georgina. We don't need that kind of help. I can do bad all by myself.
3: Why would you want to do bad at
1: all? I don't care if she talks about me, but don't dare talk about my child. What did she say about me? I'm not going to even repeat it. Just that you were a bad thief. Which is
0: probably
3: why I went to jail
4: for still,
1: I said you were working on your writing, and she said, right look, bad checks.
4: <laughs> She's funny.
3: As funny as a cry for help. You know, the first time I was in jail, she came to see me. She said she'd never do it again.
1: See how she is? See?
3: But she still gave you money for my account. I told you that.
1: No. No, you didn't. How much? Oh, it was nothing. I mean, you could only put a few dollars on it.
3: It would have meant something to me. That place was hell, and when you're in hell, you think everyone is forgotten. She did. not Daddy didn't tell you the reason he was kicking me out tonight, did he?
1: I told him I didn't want to know.
3: Maybe you
2: should know.
1: What I know is you need to stop writing bad checks. Clearly, you're not good at it. Not that you should be good at it. But like my mother would tell me, at least do something wrong
3: right. You're right. I am not good at it. Daddy found out that I'm better at photography.
1: Now it's photography? Well, you are very creative.
3: Still photography. Very still
1: That? Well, why can't you be a photographer now?
3: Did you ever love him?
1: Who, Daddy? Yes, of course I loved him.
0: You say that, but... What?
1: Just because he's stuffed in a trunk, you think I didn't love your father? <laughs> well, geez
0: Louise,
1: of course I loved him, and he loved me. Really? Really? be loved. But what do you do then? You're stuck. You took a vow to God, and you say for better or worse. You don't say for 70% better and 30% worse, but if it goes the other way, shh, peace out. You're getting love confused with like. And trust me, love is different from like. Did I always like him?
0: Did you? Hell
1: no! I mean, how could I? How could anyone always like somebody? (sighs) Sometimes, though, I think would I have liked him more if he made more money or more out of himself or, no, just more money. I definitely think I wouldn't have minded not liking him as much, but I always loved him, Oliver, the best I could. I guess I never have been an overachiever in that area.
0: Ooh, what is that? Oh, no. oh, no! Oh, my God!
3: I have to get up here quick! That felt like a 5 or a 6. Push,
0: push the emergency button! Oh, oh, oh. Thank God!
1: Wait, don't push that! Don't push that emergency button! What if someone comes to rescue us? And That's the general idea! Oh, we have Daddy in the trunk. That could look bad for us. Don't you think? Oh, how would they know he's in the trunk? Think it through, Georgina. You got this. Come on, think. Think.
3: I knew we should have gone back up. I should have just gotten off, left her on. I knew it. Wait. Wait.
1: We don't know what is on the other side. Give me a minute.
3: We don't have a minute. It's not the earthquake that kills the most people. It's the aftershock.
1: How do they really know
3: that? By counting the dead bodies after they happen.
1: Dead because of the earthquake. That's it. If plan A doesn't work, just remember there are 25 other letters in the alphabet. Help me take him out. Come on. Do what? You have really lost it. He died on the elevator during the earthquake. What? Why? I'm telling you, it's God's mulligan. The mulligans get a mulligan. Hello, this is Helen, and it's a that stupid message. Who wants to keep hearing the message? Oh, Helen, it's Georgina. The earthquake has the three of us stuck in the elevator at our apartment. Send help if you can. Something is wrong with Brady, I think. Did I sound distressed? Aren't you? It was an earthquake, Oliver, not the end of the world. <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go again. Oh, God. Oh, no. oh wait. God. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, baby. Jesus. oh, God. oh God. No, don't kill us. Oh, oh
4: God. God. Oh, God. No, don't kill us. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: something more than nothing.
2: What about me? No. Don't I deserve something more than nothing? Also, just what about me? They're dying. all just clowns with no makeup. They were lost Speaking when I found them. We're trans-accident. To be in the same social... You get what you can get away with getting. about the Don't I
1: deserve something more than nothing? I'm afraid that.
2: No no about about me? Me. I'm Oh, be very careful which buttons you press. Cognitive dissonance. It never works until we you again. We all have to pay for the pirates for whatever we did in the night before. <laughs> until we meet <laughs> again. And I'm sure we hear that story. Jesus. What happened? Oh, Oliver. Oh, God. Oh, God. Not my baby. You know.
4: Georgina? What? The? Where the hell are we?
1: Brady?
2: Did she just say Brady? Well, to quote one of the greatest poets of all time, don't call it a comeback. But I hope you will for the next episode of Dead Weight, a Jerry and astro
4: I'm what? What am I? <laughs> it's okay, Georgina. Calm down.
0: <laughs> you, 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 you're on
1: the elevator.
4: I can see that, Gina. Why? What the hell happened?
1: Yes. What the hell happened?
4: Is he? He's still breathing. Was it an explosion?
1: Earthqu- earthquake. Big. The, the
3: aftershock.
1: Elevator fell. Crashed. I don't know how many floors I thought you were dead? Yes, I swore. I swore you were.
4: It's okay. I'm still here.
1: You are still here.
4: Last thing I remember is...
1: Oliver, wake up, honey. Wake up! Wake up!
4: We were in the apartment.
1: Oliver, wake up, honey. Wake up!
4: Last thing I remember is... Wake up, honey. I was telling him to get the rest of his things and leave his key.
1: That's the last thing you remember? Yes. That's all. Nothing else.
4: Yes, and then waking up here. You don't remember anything else. Nothing else. That's all. Nothing else. What are you, a parrot? No, why do you keep asking me that? Why is your trunk in the service elevator? The trunk? What's it
1: doing in here?
4: Did you give it to him for his new place?
1: The trunk? Yes. Oh, Oliver came back to the apartment. Oliver came back to the apartment to take it because... I gave it to him for his new place, just like you just said. Oh, thank God I did. If he hadn't, Brady, you would be dead. You see, I had stepped out to get some eggs. You don't remember that? Me getting the eggs for my cakes?
4: No. Then what
1: happened? You must have choked eating your dinner. But I don't know. I wasn't there. I went to get...
4: Eggs. You
1: remember me getting eggs?
4: You just said you went to get eggs for...
1: (laughs) Okay. For church. So I wasn't there. (laughs) I don't know. So when I came back, he said we have to rush you to the hospital.
4: Why didn't you two just call an ambulance?
1: He said it would be faster if we took you to the hospital ourselves. You know on this side of town you can't expect for the coroner to come quickly, if at
4: all. Coroner? Was I dead or passed out? I'm
1: in I mean, ambulance. It's so hot in here. I must be having a hot flash. We were in here when the earthquake happened. Then the aftershock came and the elevator plummeted down. How did we
4: survive that fall? He's coming too. Ollie.
1: Oh, I'll take care of him. Figure out how to get us out of here before another aftershock really kills us Ma, all.
3: what happened? Are you OK? Am I dead? No, no, you're alive. We all survived.
1: So don't try and speak. Just be still and listen, okay? You were right about the aftershock. It was a doozy. It's a miracle we're all alive, all of us.
3: We have to get out before another.
1: Say
4: it. don't speak.
1: We're
3: trapped. But your father
1: is working on getting us out. From heaven?
4: <laughs> From heaven? Hell no. From right. <gasps> to... oh. Did that boy just faint? Jesus.
1: We have the shot You feel it?
4: Oh Jesus. Now I do. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on.
3: How many aftershocks do you think it's been?
1: I lost count. Save your father some of that chicken, please. We don't know how long we're going to be stuck in here together.
4: I'm glad you had the time to pack a full-cost meal in your rush to get me to the emergency room.
1: That's not what happened, Mr. Ungrateful. But regardless of why, aren't you glad I did? Imagine, we survive the aftershocks and died of starvation.
4: Well, we survived, just like the Donner party.
3: Or a Dahmer dinner party <laughs> get it? a Jeffrey Dahmer dinner party.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine what he served on Thanksgiving?:
4: I know exactly what he served. All dark meat, just legs and thighs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Help. This is Helen It's a great day to Leave a message Helen,
1: send help We are still stuck down here
4: Why are you calling her? Call 911
1: I am, she was on
4: speed dial. Damn it, I need something sharp For what? To unscrew these remaining screws Nail file something
1: Get down off that trunk. I think there's a little tool kit inside the trunk. Oh, Here we go. Here is my little screwdriver. How's this?
4: This is good. There should be a ladder to climb up in the shaft. Then we can try and pry the door open.
3: Is that... Is this the necklace Aunt Helen was asking for? That's not what she was asking for. Put it back.
4: That's their fancy, famous heirloom wedding necklace.
1: You told her you hocked it. When was this? Tonight, when she came over. Where was I? Before you got home, you are worried about some little white lie told your aunt. You humiliated me in front of her. Ugh, weren't you already humiliated when she saw you behind bars? My
4: goodness. Hey, <laughs> what did your mother lie about this time?
3: aunt helen wanted it for lola's wedding day and she says she
4: hocked it to get me out of jail you didn't know lying is one of your mother's superpowers she can shoot lies through your mind faster than a speeding bullet lies more powerful than a locomotive make you think they are all your ideas with a single now
1: what have i ever lied to you about
4: you lied and told everybody i gambled your precious hancock park house away you know what the truth is
1: Oh, my God, that is ancient history. And don't we have bigger fish to fry, like getting out of here alive?
4: You're right, although you'd like that as long as he's here with you.
1: Ollie, I'm sorry I fibbed. Of course, I will give her the necklace. It is a family tradition. She just made me so mad. I hope you forgive me like i always forgive
4: you. <laughs> I bet after this you'll be glad to move away from us. I was doing you a favor. Good thing you were taking his old truck with you tonight. It's a lifesaver. Speaking of lifesavers, your mother told me you kind of saved my life.
1: Kind of? You either save a life or you don't.
4: I know what he did, Georgina. I know what you did, son. And I'll never forget it.
3: Don't thank me. I don't deserve it. Oh, he's so
1: modest. What he means? I it? don't blame
3: you for kicking me out.
1: I think you've made up for it by saving his life.
3: I don't think I did make up for it. But I am going to change my life around and do better.
4: I guess I'll believe it when I see it. I just wonder if you have any self-respect.
1: When they foreclosed on my house, what kind of self-respect did you have for yourself?
4: I am so tired of you telling that same old sad story about how it was all my fault that we lost your house. It's
1: true. If you hadn't done all that gambling.
4: What's also true is that you wouldn't let me rest until I refinanced my stores to pay his bail. And then he was too coked up to show up. $100,000 gone, but I guess if you told a full story, it would show what kind of person you really are.
1: What kind of person am I really, Brady? Enlighten me.
4: The kind that would secretly refinance your house just so you could try to outdo your sister? Envy is one of those sins you always talked about, Gina. I never knew if you thought you were fooling somebody or you were just fooling yourself. Oh, and is it really your house if you swindled somebody out of it? Does that make it easier if you believe the lie? Is that what helps you hide it more carefully? What
1: is that supposed to mean? Never mind. Look, I don't want to know. We are at death's door and you got a shovel digging up dust from the past. Will you just get us out of this hellhole before everything else comes crashing down on us?
4: (laughs) See, son, she got dunked in that pool of holy water at that church and your mother still can't come clean.
3: Come clean. I should just come clean they were genuinely glad to see me me no one's been genuinely glad to see me in so long i forgot what it felt like who marissa's parents
1: when did you see them
3: at marissa's funeral i don't know why people trust me
1: oh people know you have a good heart
3: my heart is rancid through and through but but i can change what are you talking about I took the picture of Marissa dead in the bathroom and I took the picture of her in the casket and sold it to Celebrity Gossip News. That's why he was kicking me out. He found out.
1: Is that all? I mean... Is that all? That's not enough for you? I I think it's in very poor taste, but... But what? I
4: swear, your delusions of adequacy in regard to him compared to your delusion of grandeur for yourself never cease to astonish me.
1: Uh, Let's not be hypocrites on top of everything else. I mean, we all sit around watching shows like Celebrity Gossip News, feeding off of people's misery. Yes, me included. It's become entertainment. And doesn't it somehow make us feel just a little better that someone is suffering more than we are? It's the culture we all live in now. I mean, it's the reason we have a reality star in the White House.
4: Who the hell did I marry?
1: Exactly. That show also, it's horrible, watching other people suffering as entertainment. What I am trying to say is, it's not illegal. You could even say it was a bit entrepreneurial. (laughs) Everyone does it.
4: Hear that, son? Everyone does it. Is that what they told you in prison the first time you had to take a shower, bend over and spread them cheeks wide open? What you crying for? Look, everyone does it. Is that what they said to you? And did that make it feel okay? You are a
1: vulgar man. Anyway. People have won awards for the same thing. I read online about this acclaimed photographer. Oh, What was his name? He took a photo of a buzzard waiting for this poor starving child to die of starvation. He won the Pulitzer Prize. (laughs) What was his name?
3: What, Kevin Carter? They made a movie about him because...
1: (laughs) Kevin Carter, yes. That's his name. They gave him the Pulitzer Prize. A Pulitzer for that and a movie. See? I didn't know about the movie. Look at that.
4: He committed suicide because he didn't help that little girl.
1: Oh, really? I didn't have time to read the whole article. Facts are such horrid things. My point is, it's not right what you did, but perhaps something good can come out of it. I know. You should make a donation to my church. You know, to atone. You can bid on my case, anonymously,
4: of course. He got paid $15,000 for selling those pictures of Marissa on the toilet and in her casket.
1: What? Hell, for $15,000, I would have pulled out my phone and snapped some photos.
4: He could make a nice donation, Gina. Oliver, I think you should bid at least $5,000. 5000
1: That would make a significant donation.
4: Oh, wait. Tell her what you did with it, son.
3: I used it to buy cocaine. I thought I could flip it, you know, like they do with the houses on HGTV.
4: Unfortunately, instead of flipping it, he was sniffing it.
3: Oliver! It's not my fault. I have a drug problem. It's a disease. No.
1: You are the disease. A cancer. You're a lying, lazy, drug-addicted, incompetent,
3: drug-dealing thief! I mean, when you put it like that... You are the albatross around my neck. Albatross? Like a piece of jewelry. A necklace. Just
1: hateful and spiteful, just like your father was. He wanted me to have an abortion, and I should have listened.
4: What? I never said I wanted you to have an abortion.
1: Huh? I don't know why I said that. It's not true. See, you two are making me crazy. You're making me lose my mind. I need air. Do you feel that? Oh, oh, wait,
2: here we go. (coughs) There's another one. (coughs) 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 Will the three mulligans be able to put their differences aside in order to escape? Or are three mulligans, one too many? Only two things will tell. Time and episode five of Dead Weight, a journey in Afro-existentialism.